0: Be thrilled, don't be shy. Just say yes and you'll open the door. Yes, and it'll mean so much more. your will build stories so great and so grand. Be amazing, yes and Hey Rob, we are and ladies and gentlemen, we're back in the um, clubhouse for a bit of stage door athletic. Extra time. How's how's your day been Rob? Any news to report? Um no, apart from. Okay, with improvisation, it's and yes. Yeah. It's always and yes. Okay, yeah. so do you want to say it again? <laughs>
1: should, we, should we start again? Yes. I was, I was trying to think of something related to the topic and I missed. So Well,
0: I know. That's, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Uh, it was a broad question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> are we, uh, is it extra? i just realised, is it extra time or are we stay at clubhouse chats? I think we should go with clubhouse chats. Oh, I like bro- I've I like already clubhouse done it. But, chats, yeah, actually. Yeah.
0: We could call it clubhouse chats extra tag,
1: <laughs> for, for the spin like off Holy of, Oaks, of, Club, of the, after dark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um okay, cool. Hello Rob. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah, thanks. We're <laughs> a bit. Just thought I'd say hello. Yeah. Um we're at, um we're back in the clubhouse for some clubhouse chats. Mm-hmm. Um how's your day been, Rob? Any any anything to
1: report? Anything um,
0: interesting happened today?
1: Only that um I've just been filling in all the match reports from the weekend that will be published. In the local papers.
0: Interesting, because um, was that some of the youth team? Have you got their match reports? Yeah, we've got the under threes. Ken's next door? Uh, The under threes?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, some real uh, master golfers amongst that lot. So the under threes have been at the driving range.
0: Very true. Well, Ken's, I don't know if you can hear in the background, Ken is currently giving the hairdryer technique to the under threes captain at the moment.
1: As a coaching exercise, or he's just angry?
0: No, he's no, as a coaching exercise. Oh, yeah. like
1: how to do the hair dry? Yeah, he's yes. been,
0: co- yeah, how to do the hair dryer. He's not actually shouting at
1: three. Oh, him. no, it's just like they're crying. I wonder what that was.
0: Have you ever done any coaching,
1: Rob, or anything like that? Oh, that's an excellent question. I, I, um, I currently am in the coaching team of the Clapham Feelers, which is oh, of course uh, my uh, LGBTQI plus inclusive touch rugby team. I say all that, we're essentially just a load of gay men. So, I mean, we don't have any (laughs) lesbians. We don't uh, as far as we're, any trans players. Uh, We do have (laughs) one bi guy... But yeah, so we're working on that. Uh, but um, uh, <laughs> I, I am part inclusive. of the co- yeah. coaching team for that, which I really, really enjoy. Actually, have you done any coaching?
0: I I've done bits and pieces. Actually, and it's something that I've I've really kind of um, wanted to get more involved in. I'm actually currently thinking about doing some badges, yeah, some coaching badges because I think I kind of love grassroots football a bit. Yeah, you're really good football, at that, and sport, aren't yeah.
1: you and you're knowledgeable on that, and you go watch it a lot.
0: I'm a big fan. I I feel like it's um, it's just you kind of closer to the action really I think which is important and I I mean yes I've spoken before I'm a massive advocate for non-league football my local team up in Birmingham called Howzo in town we actually just got promoted and I would suggest it was probably one of the best sporting occasions I've ever been to
1: really why
0: literally ever been to I just feel like you you're part of the action you make the atmosphere you're part and parcel you know you can go to Old Trafford and the Emirates and it's a beautiful place and you know it's an experience and all that kind of stuff but can be quite you feel quite removed from it yeah um and the kind of commercial aspect of of what sport has become unfortunately in places and i've even felt it even at my own club at the Albion yeah um, you kind of feel slightly removed you know not involved in decisions and ran by a businessman that doesn't give two shits about the history of the club or the communal aspects or the family aspects of the club and you kind of feel quite you know disillusioned by it I feel like grassroots sports or non-league or amateur sport you are just part and parcel of the experience and they're people that you've known for years and they've put their blood sweat and tears into the football club and it's it's made by good people salt of the earth people you know know it hasn't lost that kind of importance that really kind of pure we do it because we love it as opposed to we do it for the money do you know what I mean yeah um and I've always it's the same with cricket I mean literally it's it's we're recording on a Monday today the Saturday just gone I spent all day at Hales Owen Cricket Club watching their seconds team beat Bewdley. um by I think it was 68 runs in the end and it's just fantastic community aspect you're all in it together. I'm I'm, a, I'm a massive advocate for it. What about you? Have you been, do you do any stuff like that?
1: It makes me think of all, you know, there are literally thousands upon thousands of volunteers where actually these, that keep yeah. these clubs going, volunteer their yeah. time. It gives them purpose and community in all the ways that you've described. I mean, I've got lots of memories of this. I mean, we all started, I started in sport playing for amateur rugby league club called Stanley Rangers that, my dad got involved in coaching and on committees at various stages. Then when I sort of transitioned into reffing, then again, you've got all the local societies that support the structure. Then these are little sports clubs, you know, with chair people and secretaries all volunteering their time to run these things and developing people and supporting them through their process before they get sort of transitioned into the professional networks and the structures that help support all of that stuff. Yeah, sure. And I, I I, mean I've got so many great memories of that and I mean I've talked about Carlton Cricket Club with my best mate from school David he was really successful good cricketer that amateur level and his dad and my dad used to love coming down and watching us and they had their own relationship they were playing it was about yeah. me and David but all those parents who bring their kids down and Totally, watch it yeah. and they would walk around the pitch and sit and have great chats and when we sort of moved away from that they were kind of really bereft of it all of that whole experience yeah. and it, it, they're so i think they're really important sort of parts of the
0: i've said community a million times but it's really <laughs> important and the idea that you know in this kind of hyper connected world when we're all on the fucking phone all the time you know they're important times to spend and watch sport with people who are like-minded and where you're from and it ties into here comes the segue yeah into sort of grassroots theater as well yeah i mean oh, that was a shit segue but you know what you knew it was coming um it's the same sort of thing you know you can go and watch i don't know a star in a musical or a star in a play or or a film even and stuff but you know there's still that kind of Pure for the purists, the beautiful like indie film or indie pilot TV series, or you know the theatre that's above a pub, yeah. And you know it's a one-woman play or a one-man play, and they've written it for. 10 years and it's the first time they're showing it and the fear and the drama coming into that. But, you know, the same sort of thing of amateur theatre, of volunteers coming and doing a raffle and all that kind of stuff. Like this community aspect, I'll say it again, is really kind of transferable and important.
1: Yeah, I mean, I started um, my first foray, which was a shock to all my family, but there was an advert in the Wakefield Express for, they were auditioning for kids for the Sound of Music for crickleston amateur dramatic society oh, and i, that. I brought that i saw it in the way it was best took it to my mum and dad said can i go to this audition please and they were like uh, what like i I'd demonstrated <laughs> no sort of propensity for this previously and dad took oh. me along to the audition and i got chosen to play kurt um i'm kurt and i'm a boy and married to which maria replies a boy, why, you're almost a man. And, of course, in the infamous um, Do, Re, Mi, uh, I was far <laughs> so La, um, So that was the beginning of it all for me, like going along. That was and, the start. Yeah. yeah, and found great community and friends in amateur dramatics and then worked with an amazing, fantastic guy who was the director, a guy called Jeff Whitfield who died only this year, actually, I heard. But he took me around to lots of different amateur societies that he was the go-to director all across Yorkshire. And whenever they needed a kid to play a part, he would bring me into a new society. And I went around and worked with different ones. And that was amazing times. I think it's really interesting you mentioned that name as well. It's like they're
0: sort of, and the whole of Yorkshire knew him. (laughs) Yeah. They're such important and lovely people, Mm. people who give their time. And energy into sort of like grassroots stuff, be it sport or theatre. You know, the coach who drives, you know, two hours in the pouring, pissing rain to teach, you know, five-year-olds how to play football and get the confidence up. It's you know, it's they're just legends, and it's just it really is like the best part of humanity. Grassroots stuff. It really, really is, and volunteering and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that you just don't really get with you know, commercialised sporting you know events anymore yeah sad I mean because you know back in the day we support two football teams that are very kind of community based and family orientated I would suggest and back in the day it would have been I mean West Bromwich Albion were called when they first founded their official first name was called West Bromwich Albion strollers because we used to walk to every away game in Birmingham
1: oh that legacy is still apparent isn't it in some some performances that's not funny Rob okay
0: I'm trying to be nice. This is supposed yeah, to be a nice yeah, episode so. about
1: so. grassroots
0: community spirit, mm. okay? Mm. And you're taking the piss out of
1: <laughs> um but yeah, similarly, I think uh it's also it's the structure that sits under that money-making professional thing. You talked about yeah. that earlier, but like again, Rugby League is my background. So beneath you know, the Super League and the championship is a it's the most national version of Rugby League, which is the national Rugby League, which I, when I was refing, is where I really, really developed before I went into the Super League Reserve grade. Yeah. I actually was the Bala, which is the British Amateur Rugby League Association, National League, which is the sort of third, fourth year of Rugby League, referee of the year, 96, 97. I shall post the picture of that trophy, big awards ceremony. I... I would like to see yeah. that, please, Robert. Um, um, but uh, similarly, for theatre...
0: Hold, the, hold on, wait a minute. What's the criteria for that? Just just good decisions. I was the
1: top performer across the league. Well, actually, no. I mean, the criteria was at the end of every match, both teams filled in a score sheet on the referee and they marked you in quite detail. It was out of 50. And you were ranked right throughout the season and you'd get the better games based on clubs and the assessors would come and do one. So you'd have form from each club and a match assessor from the uh, rugby league and they would observe you in games and yeah i was Mm. top performer on a number Mm. of levels for a number of years how tight were your shorts rob but they were really good yeah i'll show you some pictures (laughs) um but again from a theatrical point of view you know like those off west end pub theatres uh, really important. Uh, directed play at Theatre Five Hundred Three. That's a great theatre. That's really a great theatre. Which we got like an Offie nominated uh, play. Hey, wait a minute! Didn't you get? Didn't you send me an audition for a play at the F- Theatre Five Hundred Three? Yes, I, I turned think it you were down? too grand for it. But yeah, that won an Offie. Oh my um, god! And actually, that playwright has been produced at the National. So that was your. Why have um, we
0: never spoke? Why have we never spoken about that?
1: Well, because you know it speaks to your. I don't know arrogance, sort of self. No, I was, it's work, another. I was in. I
0: was in something at the time. It was wasn't an arrogance thing, ladies and gentlemen. Right. It was a
1: scheduling thing. Um, but uh, plays, very successful plays like Avenue Q, that people might have heard of, big musical. Oh or, yeah. But that started. Hey, Dear
0: Evan Hansen started in Washington in a very small theater. Yeah. Um, and then it moved to Off Broadway before it went to Broadway. Yeah. I mean, they workshopped it in Washington did somewhere very tiny in Washington, which had like 200, 300 seats. Yeah. And then it went and took over the world. It's mental.
1: Well, Greece, uh, the musical, which uh, that started in a um, Chicago little small theater that got developed. And obviously then became the musical transfer became the movie. The, the note of caution, all this, and this is quite interesting from a sort of funding point of view, you know, when you think of the pyramids in sport and how, where the money trickles down or not, and it's similar in theater, Is that yeah. the Vineyard Theatre, which is off Broadway, just near Union Square in New York, which where Avenue Q was developed, very cleverly have a piece of whatever money is produced from all future productions of Avenue Q, and it and it sort of mm-hmm. effectively pays for them oh. forever now. You know they, they get a lot of royalties from that. Versus, you might all have heard of the the, the movie which started as a play, Woman in Black. Yeah, which um, ran, it's only just shut down, I think, it's ran in the West End for, yeah, that ran for years ages. and years yeah. and years yeah, and years and obviously made into a movie with Daniel Radcliffe. That started at the Stephen Joseph Theatre in Scarborough as Did a, it? a play. Yeah, and they get no, no money way. from it. They get no <sighs> money from it. So there's a sort of note of caution that if you are developing, you know, anything from a grassroots level and hope that it might, go to stardom i don't know like a play or you know a, you have a sporting club with stars connected in, or even like a podcast then it's very important that you hey, that price is in you know, point. future yeah. success and and share of proceeds really should anyone you know be successful on the back of it that it's really a, really it's good a team point. effort you know that's a really good point mm.
0: i think if you would like to um you've got to get you've got to get in at the ground first yeah. floor uh grand level first dream big then, yeah, you never so know, know what goes, can happen dream big yeah yeah yeah, exactly. Well, okay. What do you want to do now?
1: Um, I'm just going to head off and... Uh...
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> what are you going to do? What, you doing? what am I going to do?
0: I'm going to go and uh, book those flights oh, yes. to South
1: Africa. Oh, yeah. That's that's um, going to be a great trip for you, isn't it? What are you doing there? Uh, you're coming with me. Oh yeah! That's... Have you not seen? Have you not got the email? You see, also a rule of improvisation is that you know you oh, need right, to. Sorry, yeah. You can't just pass on the responsibility for the creative yeah, bit I to know. someone else. You know, you've got to set but them the up with is, something.
0: But it gives the it gives it gives the listener. Like it's your fault, not mine. So yeah, you know, if I just no, pass it oh, to that's you, being
1: you exposed. drop it. Brilliantly, yeah. Yeah, it's very, very, very um, yeah, cool.
0: Maybe we should go and do some more grassroots theatre.
1: Yeah, like an improvisation course. Maybe we should do that. Mm. There you go. Accept and build. I'll speak to you later. Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> sing, you can sing most anything, a doe, a deer, a female deer, pray a drop of golden sun.